Good morning. Sing with us on this next one.
Dear God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this wonderful, wonderful opportunity to come together and worship you. We pray that you would open our hearts and our minds again so that we could focus on the morning's message and receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen.
please turn and greet your neighbors. Off to a fast start. Felt like my life flashed before my eyes there. Uh, sometimes the button sticks. Andrew, thank you for knowing what on earth that thing does and how to fix it. A couple of announcements. Thank you all for coming to this service. Um, I invite you to come uh, to a doubleheader today. Bishop Will Willman uh, will be at 10 o'clock in the sanctuary uh, uh, addressing us about general um, positive things that he sees in the United Methodist Church and things that we can do. And then he'll also be preaching at the 11 o'clock service on the same text that we used this morning. I, um, he, he had a wedding late last night, and so he asked if he could um, simply come at 10 and 11. Um, so I'm preaching today, and we're going to use the same text. Um, next series that we'll have, this is the end of uh, Fear of the Other series where we're using the book. We have five weeks until Consecration Sunday, uh, which is perfect because we're going to focus on our five um, practices all the way till that day and how your giving in every way impacts our five practices of um, uh, fruitful, fruitful congregations. <clears throat> Excuse me, that being um, radical hospitality, passionate worship, intentional faith development, risk-taking mission and service, and extravagant generosity. And so we'll focus on each one of those um, each Sunday until November 20th, which will be... Um, <laughs> uh, which will be uh, one service at 10 o'clock in the sanctuary and then followed by a celebration dinner in here. I've never been the guy who was in a meeting and got the thing. I just thought that was kind of cool, like the president. <laughs> so um, I'm basically like the president. It says Charlie and Alicia engagement. So we were celebrating Charlie and Alicia getting engaged. With that comes a lifetime contract to Memorial UMC. Alicia, welcome. So grateful that you're here. Um, it's a cool story. I heard it yesterday. Um, you ought to ask him about it. It's a um, great story at the top of a mountain. Um, we have fall break this week. Um, Greenville County Schools have fall break. So we will not have children and youth programming tonight. No children and youth programming tonight. We do have the adult Sunday school class, uh, our adult uh, Bible study uh, with Bob McQuaid. That class generally isn't impacted by needing um, child care, so that, they will be having that. They will not be having it on October 30th, the day of the fall um, festival. Um, so no children and youth, but we do have adult classes tonight. Um, ways that you can give to um, relief efforts in the United Methodist Church. Um, the United Methodist Church loves acronyms like the military. Uh, and UMCOR is one of the acronyms, United Methodist Committee on Relief. Uh, so you can go to umcore.org, and you can give to them. If that's not really your thing, give it online. You can give to us, and we can give to um, the United Methodist entity that supports people um, in hurricane relief. We do not have program council today, um, um, partly due to Bishop Williman's uh, coming, um, but also due to the fact that we're going to reshape the way we do that, do it during the week, 
and um, uh, Kathy's going to help us look far out in the future uh, with our program staff. We will no longer meet on Sundays, and you'll hear more about that. Um, next Sunday is Paige's last Sunday. Paige, everybody in the band's getting engaged. Uh, Paige is engaged, um, uh, and she is going to Florida. Uh, Daniel is already there. Daniel was not affected by the hurricane. He even kept his power. He even had his cell phone. Um, but she'll be, this next Sunday is her last Sunday. Um, uh, every voice in the band is unique uh, and, and very cool. So I say this about all of them. Um, but to lose a very unique voice, it's, I've loved it um, since day one and will deeply miss uh, your voice. Uh, and also, um, never quite had the music in youth that I've seen in any of the churches that I've done the way that she has done with those students. And um, uh, leadership, you'll be missed um, participating in our family. So come and celebrate her um, next week. And um, I believe we've said it a couple of times uh, my wife, Katie, is going to be uh, the coordinator of youth ministries, and I'm going to help with uh, um, content. So she'll begin, uh, she's already begun uh, that transition this month as well. Um, I believe that's everything. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this space. We thank you for the opportunity to engage your text, to sing your lyrics, to pray your prayers. Be present with us in this space. Focus our hearts and minds on your word that we may honor, honor and glorify you with all that we do. Inspire us this morning, Lord, as we pray the prayer your son taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So I thought... Um, I'm sure many of you do it. I've seen Ralph do it the most um, as your lay leader go to both services and hear the same sermon pretty much uh, both times. Today's a unique opportunity to hear a different one. And I thought, if, we're, if Bishop Williman and I are both going to preach on a text, I should go so different in another direction that um, we won't touch on the same things. And I think I've got that. Very simple text, very short. Romans 15. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. So here's your um, first bullet. Mindset of Christ Jesus. You know how hard that is? The mindset of Christ Jesus. May that be with you. I'm going to give you a gifts of endurance and encouragement because you're going to need it. This is going to be a journey, and it's going to be difficult but I'm calling all of you to live your life in the same way that Jesus did. This is writing the people of Rome who are either believers in Christ or thinking about being believers, who either came with their foundation from uh, their Jewish heritage or brand new, just came down the road and these people looked interesting, and trying to get them to combine together and have the same mindset of Jesus Christ. 
if you had to sum that up in one word, it might be sacrifice. Think about the way Jesus sacrificed food, sleep, physical comfort, time, reputation. Sacrificed every one of those things. Could have come, you know how sometimes the child of a true superstar leader or superstar athlete or superstar politician might struggle because that person didn't fight to get to that point. That person is starting at that point. And some of them thrive. Some of them don't. This is a person trying to live in the example of Christ. The second, part I want, second phrase I want to give you this is um, the season of Advent. I looked up when would this text actually come up if we were using the lectionary. And it comes up in the second week of Advent. So I don't emphasize a Christian year to y'all a ton because I don't use the lectionary a ton. The season of Advent kicks off the Christian year. It starts um, late November and is preparing you for Christmas. We mostly jump into Christmas and um, talk about Christmas over and over and over again until Christmas Day. And when Christmas season is actually there, for the next couple weeks we go, nah, we've had, a lot of, we've had enough Christmas. Advent, if done well, is looking back at prophets and looking ahead at letters. Both of them saying, how can we prepare our hearts and minds? How can we prepare this place for a son that is to come? It's complicated because we're talking about a baby who was born a long time ago, and we're celebrating the coming of a baby looking forward that was born a long time ago, while at the same time celebrating the return of Jesus after the resurrection to us and so that's a multi-layered thing that really makes people go, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just do Christmas. Let's get to the baby and let's do the things that we're celebrating. The season of Advent is a season of let's rip these things apart and prepare ourselves. Let me give you a picture. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what we got going on here? A road that's probably long overdue has had too many cars on it, has had a whole lot of meetings and a whole lot of financial debates and a whole lot of politicians and a whole lot of jockeying, and now we're actually doing it, and we're ripping up this space so that we can create a better space. The point being, it's going to be much, much worse before it gets better. But we want to go through what it's going to take to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord, the... Um, the um, Prophets say, make a straight way. Make a wide road for this um, Savior to come. So road construction, perfect image for the season of Advent. Let's look at verse 6. So that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I talked about this a little bit in the podcast based on um, the difficulty of corporations no matter how small, to say the same thing all the time. But I want to give you an example of what's coming. This is 385 and 85, the proposal of everything that's to come to make it clean and clear. And I love that the artist that did the rendering really didn't put much traffic there. Doesn't that make it an easy sell? Right? You're looking at that and you're going, that's amazing. That's everything I ever dreamed of. Um, same story. 
lot of jockeying, a lot of finance, a lot of politicians, a lot of people grumpy, a lot doing this, let's do that, let's get here, and then you finally decide. I looked at the website. There's going to be more lanes, there's going to be more exits, there's going to be more barriers to protect people as they're in those places. Now, um, let, me, let me say I barely ever commute. Barely ever. I haven't really since 2007. Because in 2007, I moved to Mount Pleasant and my house was through a neighborhood to the church. In 2011, I moved to North Main and my drive was 0.8 miles to Buncombe Street. And then I thought that was short. And then I moved here and I walk over here um, to do anything that I need to do. So really, if I have to go to the hospital or if I have to go to a meeting in Greenville and I get on the exit, at like eight in the morning, I feel like a big boy. I'm doing something. I'm doing like what people do in, uh, in working. So I, I have done a bad one. If you've ever been on 61 in Charleston, I used to have to drive about 40 minutes up Highway 61 from West Ashley, up, way up there. And it was brutal. So here's the questions I have. Um, it's jumping on us again. Uh, here's the questions I have for that interchange. Will it put drivers to bed the night before so that they're well rested? No. Will it wake them up early to allow for plenty of time? No. It's going to cost a lot of money, but it will not wake people up early and allow for plenty of time. Will it make home life happy and easy at 7.20 a.m.? Not likely. Um, will it cause them to put their cell phone down as they approach it? Mm-mm. So really, this is just a way to alleviate pressure. It can't do any of the other things. So that made me think about all the systems that we're trying to build here to make everything more efficient and safer and cleaner and wider still don't change any of those things in your life. They just make it simpler for you to walk in the door and engage us online. One mind and one voice, so that you may glorify God the Father. So that's your next phrase, one voice, glorifying God. Isn't that hard? We all are fairly similar when you compare us against the entire planet. We all have pretty have, we have very similar experiences and mindsets compared against the entire planet. And do we have one voice? We struggle even in the two services, even within a service, even within a Sunday school class. If you get beyond surface conversation in a class, you'll get to the bottom of where somebody feels something and somebody else feels another thing. That's not bad. But the one voice that we're supposed to be hearing is God's. So the obstacles are fatigue, confusion, attention deficit. They always have been. We have technology today, but really those always have been. There were people tired in the desert. There were people confused when they were trying to follow Jesus and understand his parables. There were people who had attention deficit when he said, we're going to have to go to Jerusalem and we're going to have to tell people things. They found it hard to pay attention. These are not new human things going on in our life. But we can pray for endurance and encouragement. Please help us. Help us acknowledge it and help us try to fix it. Let's look at verse 7. Accept one another. 
then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Y'all got that, that kind of acceptance going on, that level? Accept one another as Christ has accepted you. That's something we would truly have to find encouragement for. Now let's look at the last picture. This is where it gets real. Number one, I'm not sure where this is. I was mostly looking for wide pictures that would suit this presentation. But that sign says Little Neck Parkway. That does not sound promising <laughs> uh, for traffic. This is where it gets real. Are you going to let this person merge in? When uh, you didn't go to bed, when you didn't wake up early, when home life wasn't easy at 7.20, and you're looking at your phone, some idiot email somebody sent to you. Are you going to let this person merge in? I've been in, I think, seven, that might be high, five accidents. Only one was my fault. It was over by St. Francis Women's. It was, I was in a lane, and there was a turn signal that started going. I was looking at an email from someone that was doing something stupid, in my opinion. <laughs> and the green, I looked, and I thought, Oh, you stupid. And that started going, and I started going, and I hit a car going, God, good two and a half miles an hour. <laughs> Barely anything. But it was directly following all of those things. I'd love to see the formula that you use as to whether you let someone in. Whether it's an always, or whether it's a never, or whether it's based on the car they have, or the sticker they have, or the way you feel that day. But this is where it gets real. We can do some construction. We can do some widening. Will you allow this person in? And that's a perfect image for us as a church. Because letting that person in may be the difference between you making the light or not. In fact, count on it. It may be the difference between you making it to work as quickly as you want to or not. Count on that. So if we're letting another person into our church and we're accommodating them in some way, shape, or form, how is it going to impact us? That person may have four children and not be able to help us in some way, shape, or form of the way in which they need us. That person may need accessibility and they may not be able to help us with that. Are we the type of people that are going to let someone come in the lane? See, this is... The road is the perfect image to capture this text. So your last phrase, accept one another. Accept one another then just as Christ accepted you and may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude. That's our drive. That's what we're striving for. That's what we're hoping for. That's where we will be at our best. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, when we get on a road for a mile, we figure we own it. When we're in a lane, it's our lane. And we struggle to let other people in, especially if they're stupid. Remind us, Lord, that we didn't build the road. Nor did we plan it. Nor did we expand it. In fact, someone was in our lane a minute before we were. Use that image that's so prevalent in our life.
to remind us constantly that in this world that is swirling around us, we are not the authority. You are the one voice. Give us encouragement. Give us endurance. Help us to let people merge in because you let us. Give us your covenant, your promise, your purpose, your peace as we leave these comfortable walls and engage the world. Amen. Please stand and join me in our modern affirmation. We believe in God the Father, infinite in wisdom, power, and love, whose mercy is all over His works and whose will is directed to His children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope and the promise of God fulfilled. We believe in the Holy Spirit as the divine presence in our lives, reminding us always of the truth of Christ, our inspiration and strength in times of joy and sorrow. We believe our faith should be apparent in our words of love and acts of service, that the kingdom of God may be a present reality here on earth. You may be seated. It's now time for our tithes and other offerings. And if you would like to give online, you can see that in the bulletin.
Please stand and sing this next one with us. Yeah. 
Will you allow every single person in that wants to merge on the interstate? No. And I'm not asking you to. What I'm asking you to do is to consider that image consistently. When you think about whether to accept another person or not right where they are, so that you can begin to welcome other people as Christ has welcomed you. Go in peace into the world. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the power, and the presence of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name. Have a great, Have a great week. week.